This is Cody Goodfellow, and you are listening to the Lawfully Good Legends of Tabletop. And, uh, you know, we, we go in, you know, it's not like the norm thing where everybody kind of yells, but, you know, a couple of people, I guess, at this point, probably look up and like, oh, okay, you're here again. And, uh, you know, walks up. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, so he just grabs like a table off in the corner and, uh, you know, just puts up his hand and like, you know, waves for somebody to come over and, uh. I guess since Neil's gone, so like the the waitress comes over and he's like, you know, she's like, oh, the usual. Says, yep, drops a couple of you know thrones in her in her, uh, I guess in her pocket, like she got like some kind of like space skirt, you know, gets <laughs> real close and like you know drops a couple of thrones in her skirt, pats her on the butt. Uh, wasn't wouldn't you be dropping them in her space pocket on her space skirt? Well, yeah, whatever, you know, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Give and, me the space usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The space, uh, the space liquor. <laughs> That's that. And some space sounding dirty. But be, but before he sits down, right? So they go in. Like she comes over, he does that. He pulls out your chair for you, and stands and waits for you to sit. Okay, so. Jarn is just going to look at you and sit down and motion to the chair across from him for, like, you to sit down. And and he sits down. He, he kicks back. Like, he kicks another chair back a little bit and, like, puts his feet up. Kind of, like, puts his hands behind his head. It's so like, yep. Jarnan just stares at you. He, he doesn't really... He's not really paying attention at first because he's, like, waiting for the liquor to come. He's kind of, like, chilling out. And then he, like... You know, he's looking around the room, and then he looks back, and you're just staring. And he goes, I mean, yes? You pulled out my chair for me. Of course. What, what did you do wrong now that you're trying to butter me up? We're waiting for, our, uh, you know, the rest of our uh, crew to show up. I just... Showing you a kindness where we're undertaking a mission that, uh, you know, won't be led by you necessarily as I, you know, I am obviously the rogue trader, but uh, you will have a, a greater hand in the, in what's to come concerning this mission. So I just, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. I will accept your gracious offer to pull out my chair and make myself more comfortable. As the girl starts to come over, he, you know, chair comes back down, he gives you a wink, you know, pours you a glass, pours himself a glass, tips, space glass. tips a glass to you, space glass. <laughs> and uh, and uh, instead of chugging as maybe he would have before, more to irritate you than anything else probably, he just, you know, he kind of swirls it, takes a sip, Puts it back down. Jarnan's going to take the lighter out of his pocket. 
light his on fire and just let it sit there and watch it burn in front of you. And he gets kind of a pained look. He's like, that's not the cheap stuff. He gets about 50% empty and he just looks at you and just picks it up and just chugs it all down, puts the glass down. Ah, that trick again. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. How long are we going to be here for? Uh, he looks at his space watch and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, you know, we weren't, we weren't that far from the ship. Uh, they should be here shortly and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go over to the temple and uh, make all the proper arrangements. I can agree with that. Okay. So you're sending the skull back to get us to, right? Yes. It has a fly speed of six, so I don't know what that translates to, uh, you know, how long that would take for it to get from where we were back to the ship and then, you know, have you guys come back. Okay. So I'm standing outside, you know, over, you know, watching over the repairs, and then all of a sudden I see the skull come flying up to me, and I'm guessing it says, what is like your presence is requested or whatever. I'm assuming it says something like the captain wants to see you guys. Yeah. Come yeah. have, come have okay. a drink, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, you didn't do that. So I'll, I'll look at it. And does it have a box back to you? I mean, can I communicate? Can you communicate through that back to you? I would. I, it, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I mean, assuming it has a microbead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, microbeads are. I'm going to say, um, Captain, would you like me to go get Kynok? Or is it just me that should come over? So so he like, you know, he sits up and he's like, oh, speaking of, there they are. And, and you know, hits the micro bead and he's like, no, no, no. Let the skull do it. Uh, make your way down. Grab, uh, grab Kynok on your way and... Uh, the skull were we're at um you know such and such a bar uh meet us there we're gonna head over to the uh, the temple and we are going to undertake our next mission sounds good so i'll i'm assuming kind of are you up on the bridge or no nah, he'll be up in the observation deck okay so i'll go walk up to the observation deck and i'm assuming the skulls trailing behind me um it's probably already gone. <laughs> oh, it went back. Okay, I got you. So it just went to deliver a message. So that's actually yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a bit better. So I'll look at um, so I'll look at Kynok and kind of, you know, I'll walk up behind. I'm assuming he knows, you know, someone's coming up. And I'll kind of cock my head and say, "You look a bit familiar. Not sure if you would remember me at all." I don't see as why I would. Uh, past adventures, past births that maybe we were both on? <sighs> I try not to associate with the people on ships. I see it as a minor inconvenience and a annoyance at best. Is that the reason that would be? What ships have you birthed upon? The one that I recognize you from is probably one I wouldn't want to talk about too loudly, so I will just leave it at that. 
Hmm. I have written upon many questionable vessels. Is it perhaps the gilded trident that you were speaking of? They had a rather uh, unseasonable reputation as ones who skipped the whole corpse rations thing and uh, just jumped straight to the corpse. Mm, I was thinking... Perhaps, uh, perhaps you were one of the flesh biters that I... Mm, I, was think- I was thinking more of a ship with the darker hue, but as you are here and I am here and not there, it's probably something we can get into more detail at another time when there's more time when our captain's not waiting for us at the bar. So I just will uh, uh, kind of lower his head at you and kind of squint his eyes. Say, you birthed upon a black ship. Correct. And now that we're both not on that black ship, I am intrigued to maybe know your story and would not mind or would not hesitate to share mine back if yours is proffered. You followed me here. Who mm. sent you? Do you work for them? No, this is complete happenstance, I assure you, and kind of Amaeus holds up his hands in the, in an innocent way, and he's he's being honestly innocent. He's not trying to put on an act. He's just saying, no, this was just all random and happenstance, but as we all know, not many things happen in this universe by accident, so I'm intrigued to see how we ended up back here together. This entire world is an accident. It's all chaos. But you do bring up an interesting point. I think it's just more for your benefit and my benefit and for own security to see if, as you said, someone's pulling strings that we don't know about. Hmm. Indeed. So I would think the rest of our command structure doesn't know about this. I'm inclined to not really mention it now unless you see a reason to. Well, I had uh, thought that I was in jumping from ship to ship covered my tracks quite well, but as even someone such as yourself has recognized me, then perhaps I am not as hidden as I would like. As I said, when we were together before, it's not like you made yourself that visible. Obviously my role kind of lends itself to being in proximity to you. So all as I know is where you were. I know nothing else of your circumstances or actions, just the fact that you were here and you were there before. So just to reassure you, I'm not, looking to put you in any position. I was just curious. Well, like I said, for both of our, for both of our well-being, it might be good to research how we both came to be together. You bring up a good point. Perhaps at a later date, we can compare our previous histories and our previous positions upon the ships and see if any similar names or interests pop about. 
that would be something I would be very interested in and is part of what I like to do. History and all the multiple paths that it takes is something I find intriguing and I would definitely be interested in sharing some of that with you. And Emmaus kind of bows his head and you know, puts his arm out to show kind of back to the way we came and just say, we were summoned by the captain. So I think the longer we wait, the more our fellow crew, command crew, it gives them more time to leave us out of any discussions. Ah, yes. Our faithful captain. Ah, let's just hope that this veil is parted long before he slams us into a stone somewhere and runs us all adrift. We've been lucky oh, so well. far. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's it. I was just going to say, we've been lucky so far, so let's hope our luck holds. Very well. Okay, so then we'll head off to go get drunk. Past you. <laughs> we'll head back and meet Jarnan and Benari. All right. I, I'm... I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know if the skull would like go with you guys or come back to report that you were on your way, and then you guys are just like bullshitting on the fucking bridge. So that's why I was asking if it was still there. I would have waited to. <laughs> to have yeah, that. I would assume. Let's, I would, I'm. I'm gonna GM Fiat that it delivers the message and then goes back. Please, yeah. it, it was. It was meant to deliver a message, and that's it. Not to escort you. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like, there was, wasn't there. Yeah, you know, the skull comes back, and we're, you know, it, I mean, I, I guess it could open the door. I, space door? I don't know. Like, I guess it's it could. Like, I mean, it's like a Star Trek door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, it can trigger a door to open. It's yeah, okay. Smart. Yeah, it can do that. So, it, it comes back in, it kind of like settles on the table. And he's like, all right, you know, he turns to Jarn and, you know, so like kind of puts its hand, he puts his hand on it. Then he says to Jarn, he's like, well, he should be here in a few minutes. And then like a few minutes goes by. He looks down at the skull. He knows he delivered the message. It delivered the message. So then he, then he just starts. So then he just on the beat. He's like, we're waiting. We have business to attend to. Your new friend is very useful. They are reticent in their duties, apparently. Uh, the skull performed as it should. You heard me. I talked to Emmis. They should have come when they were summoned. By the way, I don't know if, just for the audience to know, if and if any players don't know, a servo skull is literally a human skull with a human brain. There is no AI allowed or robotics other than, like, brain-controlled robotics, so a servo skull is like a dude's head that got converted <laughs> into a floating head servant that does whatever someone wants, but it's like a dude's head, like a real, like, and and they claim it's all from cloned people, but you don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. just so you know, it's an actual skull with a brain and a bunch of shit attached to it. Like a dude skull, just so you know. You're welcome, audience. This is not the creepiest, fucking most horrific society of all time. 
<laughs> yeah, I just figure if somebody's going through all of that, then the God Emperor deemed that he deserved it. So I'm totally okay with it. I mean, the God Emperor absorbs like literally hundreds of thousands of souls a day to survive. So, you know, <laughs> he's cool with that. Like, he literally <laughs> eats thousands, hundreds of thousands of psychers souls a day to power up enough to keep the Astronomicon going, which is what allows humanity to go through warp space and know where they're going. It's a whole thing, guys. Mm-hmm. It's a whole like, space. well, we have to do horrible shit in order to not literally get wiped out by aliens or demons or whatever else. So, Trust me, Kynok is fully aware of what the... <laughs> emperor does <laughs> yes although i haven't read all the books so someone here is probably gonna like if we ever get super popular they're gonna be really mad at my interpretation but you know what i just go with it let's just go ahead and say i haven't read all the books but i'm playing in a game where people have read all the books and i'm like oh that's a thing okay so <laughs> i translate it eventually mm-hmm. so it comes back and i forgot i had the, had the uh the Amasek. So he's like, ooh. So he grabs the Amasek. <laughs> he goes to pour one for Jarnan, but it's like the really good stuff. So he like half reaches across the table, like bottle cocked, and then he's like, mm. then he pulls his hand back, he pours himself a glass, wow. puts it next to himself. Stone cold. Takes a sip. I'm just I'm just gonna unsheath my sword and put it on the table in front of me. Takes up a lot of real estate, Jarnan. And he pushes the other bottle towards him. The one from the bar. Yes, it does. I'm not even going to touch the bottle. I'm just going to leave the sword in front of me. He just, he shrugs. He sips. (laughs) (laughs) He waits for the rest of the guys to get there. And then, like, as soon as they walk in, he stands up to walk out. (laughs) (laughs) They took too long. Uh, did you leave the bottle on the table? No, no, no. The servo skull grabbed the bottle. <laughs> I don't have to carry the bottle. Servo skull automatically knows. Take the good oh, stuff. So, so you have the servo skull set to auto loot then? <laughs> no, no. It, it takes my bottle. So it brought my bottle back from the ship, which is why I switched. Yeah. And why I didn't pour you any. <laughs> So it grabs my bottle, leaves the yeah, other so bottle. So you took thing. your bottle, poured yourself a glass, stuck it back in the hole that you carved <laughs> on the top of the skull. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those globe bars where you lift it open and all the booze is inside of it. Right. So I stand up, the, uh, the, the servo skull rises up, looks at you, grabs the bottle, and like fucking hovers away. <laughs> so I'll try to stop captain before he goes i'm assuming i can see you're a bit perturbed so i'm going to say captain apologies i was just overseeing one last crucial bit of repair work and when i went to gather up kynock he was looked like he was in his lost in his own thoughts so i did not want to disturb him so apologies for our lateness i don't think it was absolutely shoots you will look like what? All right, whatever. He's like, it wasn't. It wasn't your task to grab Kynok. I'm sure the skull performed admirably. <laughs> I was just trying to cover up the fact that we were late. 
Yeah, no, no, I, I get it. <laughs> he just, he walks out. He's like, you, you know, you guys took too much time. There's no drinking for you. <laughs> okay. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be more, I thought it was going to be more a planning session, not just a, a drinking sesh. So, okay. I feel a bit better that <laughs> we didn't miss out on anything you and John and we're talking about then. No, no, I, they probably actually didn't say very much after the initial exchange, right? Brad just sat there staring at each Ten more other. minutes of just sipping drinks. <laughs> yeah, so just, John yeah, is very just, just, just sitting the there in silence. So. It just means the planning session didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesse, I was just trying to cover up for the fact that we were a bit late. I didn't want to say we were, oh, yeah, we were shooting shit. I was just trying oh, to Oh, I know, yeah. Work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's why Kynock was just like, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay, so I guess we should go sit down with Jarnan and say, uh, hopefully we didn't miss anything, Jarnan. I assume Jarnan got up with me. Maybe not. I don't know. I so he's walking by himself. He turns <laughs> That's around. a lot of assumptions. <laughs> then I was like, wait, he did not get up. I have not heard he gets up. I've heard he just keeps sitting there as far as, like, he has not said shit about getting up. <laughs> yeah, he's still sitting there. Just because he still hasn't seen the other two crew members. He was facing away from the door. <laughs> He was like, this dick, just get up, just walking away. We're waiting for the fucking crew. And he just decided to dumble out because he forgot why we were sitting here. So then I, so then he, like, he's walking, like, he just assumed that you were going to get up and that the other two would, like, fall in and turn, you know, follow. So he gets, like, you know, 10 steps, turns around to say something, and it's just like, you know, he's around. God damn it. So he points at the skull and he says, go get them. No fucking around. <laughs> so skull goes back, beeps the door, fucking goes back to the skull. And it says, Captain Rogue Trader Venari requests your presence. Like real loud in the fucking bar. Well, gentlemen, it looks like uh, we got a little bit of exercise and walk to here. I am assuming we should go back to the ship. And I'm gonna. John is there, just, yeah. is I'm just there, gonna wordlessly yeah. pick up my sword and just walk away from the table. Is there like a a, a sack or a bag or, or a piece of cloth somewhere near us, somewhere in the bar? There's a bottle of booze. You could use that. No, I need some type of covering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, space tablecloth. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, like a space tablecloth. <laughs> I mean, no, because it's like a fucking bar on a space station. A space station doesn't have like linens. Yeah, there's a there's a space bar napkin. Do they have napkins? Yeah. Oh, like a, okay. Well, how you said like a tablecloth? Yeah, yeah there's some napkins. Want, nah, 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 space napkins. Over the. I want something to throw napkins. over the stupid fucking skull. Oh yeah, you, there's there's cloth to put over the skull. There's yeah, I'm just gonna fucking put over the skull. Skull. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna yeah, throw yeah, some yeah. space cloth over that stupid ass lad skull. Yeah, you can do I, that. I I think that's a roll. Like it's not right next to you. Like it's five feet from the table, announcing to the room, like get your fucking ass outside. <laughs> is it gonna is it gonna move away from me if I'm if I'm advanced towards it? Uh. 
Probably. Like if you go, like if you make a motion to grab it, it would be like over here and then over here. It's not gonna let you touch it. Agility check. Yeah. <laughs> Although that'd be opposed, and yeah. I, I let me look up the agility of a service skull. John, yes. beat a one. <laughs> <laughs> I will roll. Okay, wait, what's your, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, John, you roll, and then in the meantime, Kynock, what is your agility score? And how One many? out of 45. Oh, shit, so that's, that's like, a, that's, that's a four. four degrees, okay, John, you can't possibly get a servo skull under, it has a 30 agility, if you can somehow find a way with a 30 agility to get a five degrees of success, that doesn't exist, I you can't. You can't has, do it. It has dodge, and I rolled under 30. I rolled a 26, so it makes a good effort. <laughs> uh, ooh, interesting. Well, does he no. get penalties? Because it's tiny. So there are modifiers to that. He's... No. Oh, no, puny. He's not even tiny. He's puny. What's the puny? Uh, puny is a minus 20. <laughs> yeah what was your dodge i roll a 26 out of 30 he has dodge it doesn't say plus 10 it just says dodge yeah 26 out of 30 and he got a f- one out of f- wait it was a one out of 25 of- yeah that he still has more degrees of success he he definitely gets it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he did this. He's very good. <laughs> so now you're, you have servo skull plus linen napkin. <laughs> yeah, he throws that napkin over it, and that motherfucker is like, he <laughs> doesn't know what's happening. Does it? So do you like grab it, or do you just throw no. it over it? No, I just want to fucking. I just want to shut it up. I just want to throw. Just... <laughs> Turn those stupid lights off. Just dull the sound a little bit. So I don't know what it was. So like how creepy eyes staring at me. Sentient is it? It's not. I mean, it would like maybe try to get it off, but it's basically just flying around like (laughs) like it's covered. So it's trying to get it off, but it's just kind of like freaking out about it. It's not like it is not sentient at all. Like and you it natively tries to get out of a napkin, but at the same time, like, it's... It but got, it doesn't start yelling, right? Like, I'm under attack, I'm under attack. No, 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 no. It's, just, it's just like, it's like if you throw a fucking sheep or a dog, it's just like, Mah! it just runs around like an idiot. It doesn't goddamn know. It's a fucking uh, idiot. This is the greatest thing in Warhammer 40k history. <laughs> it just literally is flying around, like trying to get it off, in, like evasive maneuvers. But it, it can't. It like fucking bumps into some dude who's sitting <laughs> at a fucking table. He's like, you know, cocking his head back to take a drink, and it like bam in the back of the guy's head, like spins around. Yeah, it's just go- it's just wailing around. It doesn't fucking know. It's just trying to get the goddamn fucking. It's like a dog with its box and its head in a cereal box. It just is trying to fucking hit it around. It doesn't know. It's a goddamn servitor skull. It's dumb. So, so, 
So Benari's like, he assumes the skull's coming right back out. And it's now it's like, you know, like fully like a minute. So he just like ready, like fucking throws the doors open. He's ready to yell and sees the fucking skull like, and he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And he like strodes up to the skull. He like pulls the fucking napkin off. He's like, you're going to break it. <laughs> God damn, he's carrying my fucking Amasek. Sorry, Captain. We we're just having a bit of fun. Apologies. Yeah. Kynock looks at you and is like, "No fun. If you ever send <laughs> that thing over to me one more time, if you send that to me one more time, I will send it to the warp." <laughs> Whoa. He looks at you. Like he checks this thing, he he his hand just drops to his side and rests he, I, on a plasma pistol and he goes, I think that you'll do what you're told, or you'll find yourself here without anything to do or anywhere to go. And he adjusts his cloak and goes, Sir, just kind of walks past you. <laughs> Oh, he looks at the other two and he's like, let's go. Yeah, I'm just going to follow him out. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. What, what's, uh, what's, what's Emmaus do? Cause I, I, uh, one person clearly stood up that, I mean, a navigator rogue trader face off is fucking hardcore. It's yeah, I, I was assuming this was a bit of fun and it got a bit out of hand quicker than I thought. So I'm just going to very quickly try to de-escalate it. <laughs> yeah, so he I'm just going to get out the Yeah, he's fucking ra- like the he leaves. Jordan doesn't say anything, and he just raises an eyebrow to you. Do you say anything or? And I'm just going to say, uh, obviously, we have some. Uh, Patching up to do with the crew, sir. I didn't expect it to go this way. All right. Well, then let's go. We do have work to do. Yes. Enough fripperies for the moment. So he walks out with you in tow, then I'm assuming. Yes. All right. Uh, are you two walking towards the uh, administrarum, or are you waiting outside? I'm going outside. Did Jarnin go outside? Yes. Yeah, I went outside. All right, then when we get outside, I'll uh, I'll look at Jarnin. (laughs) And, uh, like, where are we going? We are going to get a mission for the God Emperor. (sighs) Fine. Lead the way. I can wait. I'm patient. I cannot. And he will walk off. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus! All right, he's gonna get fragged. So I'm just I, gonna let him. Like he's not even walking the right direction, and I'm just not even gonna stop him. Probably not. <laughs> so, uh, give me. Do, you know, I'm guessing you don't have any common lore, like common lore or Corona's Expanse knowledge. Uh, let me see here. I have. Uh, Navigators in warp. <laughs> I have nobility and imperial navy and astromancy. That's it. 
Oh, Imperial Navy. Give me Imperial Navy. You, Imperial Navy, you might. That might, if you can right. roll it. It's int based. I got int. Uh, 47 out of 52. <laughs> you know where the administratum offices are. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> he starts walking. He's like, fuck it, I'm going. And he just starts going. And you're like, and everyone, yeah, uh, it's shockingly it's in the right direction. He knows where it is. Oh, well, uh, kind of shrug. All right, well, I guess I'll see him when I get there. And I'm still <laughs> just going to stand there and wait for the other two. Well, I assume like they have that conversation and Kynok starts to walk away as Venari comes out the door and he's getting ready to yell, not knowing if they were there or not. And he sees him walking in the right direction. So he's like, and he's just, you know, he doesn't follow. I guess it depends on how fast Kynok is walking. I guess theoretically he would just follow him to the administrator building. He's not going to run past him so he's in the lead. But <laughs> like if Kynok is sauntering, he walks past him. Uh, that's Kynok's decision. I don't know. Let's see. Um, yeah. How, he's like, not... Are you just like strolling? Or are you like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not in a hurry. I'm not. I'm not necessarily in a huff. So, okay. So what happened? Okay, you see Venari start not power walking, but almost <laughs> power walking past you. <laughs> That's, I'll let him go. He needs this more than I do. <laughs> so he he doesn't say anything. He just walks. The servo skull is like at my shoulder. We walk past you and it just like turns around to look at you <laughs> and it just spins all the way around 180. So by the time we walk by, it's back looking forward There's again. One of the, I imagine one of the little pincers comes out and it does that like I'm looking at you. Gesture. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It's got you. It's got you dead right. <laughs> I should have put the last pistol on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh shit. Well, I guess it's a good thing it didn't. It would have shot up the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. All right. So yeah. So he he will walk over to the building and uh, you know. Uh, you know, he's calm by the time he gets there because he knows he's got a schmooze. So, like, he's, you know, like, turning things over as he's walking, and he gets calmer as they get closer. So, he, you know, he walks in, you know, walks up. I'm assuming there's, like, a, you know, like, a reception, you know, space yeah. reception desk up front. Yeah. <laughs> and he just uh, walks up, and he's, like, um, you know, a uh, rogue trader of an Ari Hollerman, uh, along with the crew of the heretics Bane uh, here to discuss terms for the contract regarding the uh, reclamation of planet, whatever it was. Sure. Uh, they say, uh, please one moment. It's a servitor. Uh, please one moment. Proceed to office one zero one three six Lavina Toma. And he just he stands there and he looks at it like which way? It directs you down a hallway and then says, "Please take this hallway, take a right, then take a left at the first fork, then take a right at the next fork." All right. So he 
pushes the servo skull forward because he's not really paying attention and follows the servo skull to the appropriate office. All right. Uh, you get to the office. There's a well-appointed office. Uh, the door, it, it, when you come to the door, it opens automatically. Uh, it, it is uh, labeled La Vina Toma L I V I N A is the first name. T H O M A is the last name. Um, as you, uh, and then the door opens, uh, you see uh, an, uh, to you, a relatively older lady, um, kind of hunched over with just books and papers and star charts and everything, essentially uh, strewn about the office. Come in. I, you are looking for uh, uh, to fulfill a contract to reclaim an Imperial planet? Uh, yes, indeed. We had heard uh, through contacts that you were uh, looking for someone uh, that um, contact had been remade. Uh, I had promised my missionary and he motions to Jarnan that, uh, that we would investigate and uh, potentially convert and bring uh, said planet back into the, uh, the loving and enfolding arms of the uh, God Emperor. Indeed, we would like to see the planet regained into the Imperium. It is quite fertile with farmlands providing a significant amount of food, according to, and she starts flipping through pages, according to Imperial records, it seems as if it was quite productive prior to warp storms. We would like to reacquire control of the planet and of course obtain all export of foodstuffs for imperial gain that would be your mission we would pay handsomely and of course pay a tithe to your dynasty for all future profits made uh, and or values of foodstuffs provided by the planet or other goods or services provided. Interesting. Uh, multiple revenue streams are always uh, something that catch my attention. Uh, have Has any contact been made uh, prior to us potentially undertaking this mission? No. I will say, unfortunately, we were only able to uncover the coordinates of the planet through ancient documents that we have reviewed through administratum protocols, we have figured that this colony was once under imperial control and now is available again to be reclaimed. However, we have not visited the planet directly with any imperial ships. Uh, so the my understanding is that the uh, warp storm has receded. Uh, is there any information uh, pertaining to the uh, condition of the storm? Is it possible that this storm would reassert itself? Do we have any uh, prior rec records of cyclical uh, expansion? According to star charts, it is safe to proceed with reacquisition of the planet. We, I will 
say there must have been some amount of mm, miscommunication with the exact coordinates of the planet. It is actually on the Calixis sector, sector uh, side of the warp storm. Perhaps warp irregularities or warp clouding from the storm has had concealed its presence from Imperial records. And so you will be required to head uh, through the Coronis Expanse gateway into the Calixis sector and then to the planet surface uh, or the planetary system in order to reclaim it. It should be relatively straightforward. They, unless significant technological advancement has occurred, they should not have nearly uh, the technological uh, capabilities that you have obtained with with the current Imperial standard. He, he takes a deep sigh and he looks at, uh, at Kynok and he's like, uh, in your experience with the warp, uh, is there anything that you can, uh, you know, relate about this particular storm, uh, about how it may or may not have masked uh, the ability for the administratum to find this planet? Or is there anything that we need to be aware of in, in regards to this particular storm? Uh, could I do a forbidden lore warp to possibly gain any information on that? Yes, you may. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. That's int. So, ugh. all right. I'm. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna fate that. That <laughs> okay. was an eighty-eight. Yeah, not great. Nope, not at all. Uh God damn it. All right. Well, that was a 67 out of 62. Okay. Um, as far as your knowledge of the warp storm uh, separating Calixis and the Calixis sector and the Coronis Expanse, um, this system, according to the navigational maps provided by the Administratum, um, it is on a relatively close proximity to the storm, so it very well could have been lost uh, if warp uh, lanes were disrupted um, or if there were violent uh, kind of protrusions from the warp disruption. It's not impossible that it would have been lost. Um, it is close to the border of the storms. However, now the storms are uh, kind of reside, uh, kind of uh, pulled back or, or or lessened in the area. It is certainly more clear uh, as a reclaimable system. All right, so he'll and you see that Kynok is kind of uh, reserved, which is unusual for him. Uh, so he, you know, somewhat cloistered and. He just says, uh, sir, yes, there is a possibility that with the recession of the storms that a path has opened up again to the uh, to the location. However, without 
seeing exact details uh, and more recent information. I cannot make a a perfect guess, but that would be my uh, that would be my thoughts. Hmm. All right, thank you. And he nods to you. Uh, hmm. He turns back to her and says. Uh, is what what is the role of the ecclesiarchy in the reacquisition of this planet well the ecclesiarchy i'm sure will establish temples upon the planet upon reacquisition but the administratum holds dominion upon reclamation of imperial planets the ecclesiarchy has no formal position in reacclimation of territories that is administratum and or through military reactions, uh, activities. Of course, through the God Emperor's will, we would like to reobtain uh, control of the, the planet that has been lost, but the ecclesiarchy itself has no role per se in reclamation of, of said planetary bodies. Okay, so he looks at Jarnan and is this acceptable to you? These terms are acceptable to me at this time. And, and he looks at her and, and says, uh, we may use whatever means are at our disposal for the reacquisition of said? As a traitor with a valid writ, of course, whatever means you deem acceptable would be acceptable to the Imperium. We simply wish to gain uh, access to the resources upon the planet. And of course, we'll compensate you richly for bringing such resources back into the fold. And what manner of compensation? He rubs his hands together. Uh, we come to the, uh, to the nuts and bolts of it, as it were. Well, the tithe uh, for such according, depending upon, of course, the fertility of the planet and, of course, of assuming no changes to its ecology from what has been recorded in our historical documents, it would be a significant portion of income to a rogue trader uh, meta outside, it would be, you know, to profit factor to be able to, you would get a tithe essentially of the uh, agricultural products produced from the planet and then distributed throughout. It's essentially a, a you know, a, a farming planet for the Imperium. An agri world. An agri world, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, so I, I, I wonder in character if there's, if he would consider some way to spin that. Like, you know, we got the secret base on the other place. Like, if, if he would see something, you know, within the confines of an agri world of, you know, something else he could kind of wheedle out of them. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Like, a, you know, a constant stream of income, assuming it's not a screaming hellscape of fucking warp demons, is um, a pretty good I deal. Mean, so theoretically, you could. I don't know. Do you have commerce? 
I think so. Something relative, some not commerce or knowledge or of something common lore. I do have commerce. Commerce, common lore, Imperium. Uh, I don't think I have evaluate. Oh, I do have evaluate. So any of those things? Evaluate would potentially work once you got there. Okay. As a way to say perhaps it's worth more and the Imperium has uh, judged it uh, based on historical records, which is entirely possible, right? They're using historical records from hundreds of years at best. So you may say like this has well worth more than that uh, and renegotiate a contract. Uh, alternatively, commerce, you could, you know, depending on how accurate their information is, um, have the ability to, uh, let's say it's a lower, uh, according to the administratum, it's a lower technology base than current uh, agri-world production technology. So it is possible that you could uh, improve their ag agricultural yields. So there is a possibility that you could invest profit factor now for increased profit factor later if you are able to do uh, that sort of gambit. Could I roll scholastic lore on, because you're saying, you know, it's hundreds of years old, would there be any kind of history? You know, we're trying to get a feel for what the world is and what's there on offer. Could I roll some scholastic lore to get some kind of... Yeah. Uh, what are your scholastic lore like subspecialties? Uh, archaic legend and occult. You could archaic would work, yeah. I would say. Yeah, because we're not looking, you know, we're not looking occult for weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, I would say archaic would work because okay. that it, it's old. Um, sure. Okay. Let me go ahead and roll that. One minute. It's the fifty-five. Got. 76, no. So it must have by set two. Okay. Uh, or you can, if you want to faint point it. Mm. Yeah, I only have one. So I'm going to say, you know, they Captain just. They regenerate every session, so they would regenerate. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll go ahead and roll that, then I will re roll. And I got 29. So one, is that one or two degrees of success? Okay. Uh, 55. Out of 55, 29, 39, 49. Yeah, two. 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 Okay. Um, you, for some reason, um, Emmaus decided, uh, based on, is thinking while you're being debriefed um, and has heard of this uh, planetary system, at least previously in his uh, studies. Um, and it does seem as if there was significantly more uh, agricultural production than the administratum has recorded. They were recording it as a simple grain production, you know, basically the simplest of foodstuffs. Mm -hmm. However, uh, Emmaus is aware of several luxury goods produced by the planet. And so... Uh, it's, it's, it's up to you. How do you want to bring that up? But but you do recognize that there were multiple uh, highly sought after 
uh, sort of luxury uh, foodstuffs that are produced on in that system, at least, okay. based so on ancient that, records. Okay. So I'll say, Captain, just from past knowledge and learning that I think this world offers us more than just your standard, um, the standard delivery that's been noted here. In the past, there was actually this world, this system specifically did produce luxury items that would be, if, if, if it's something that can be started up again, or maybe it's been hidden and not exploited, that I think there is a bigger chance for growth and profit other than just the basic um, agriculture that we're discussing now. So he, he looks at him and he, he grins a little bit. He's like, well, thank you, Emmaus. Uh, that is absolutely good information, good solid information that we should have during a negotiation such as this. And he kind of like turns to look back at her. Uh, she's furiously surging through books and just records and data slates and looks very frazzled um, by uh, his statements. Uh, it, it takes her a few minutes and then she she pauses. Mm -hmm. It appears your associate is correct. It, based on some additional data retrieval I was able to achieve, it does seem as if there were quite a few agricultural products used in the production of, well, not Amasek, but other such liquors that are sought after, as well as mm, quite a few spices and additional uh, unusual foodstuffs that are not available uh, outside of this planetary system. Perhaps we, if, if the production is still intact, we could provide you with additional tithe to your dynasty if you were able to secure this planet for imperial uh, trade. Uh, he, who would he turn to? I don't even know. I think it would probably, it would needle Jarnan more, I think. And he was like, I I like the sound of that. A, uh, a Hollerman brand Amasek. Ah, that would be, that would be something I could get behind for sure. And he winks at Jarnan. Uh, good business senses you should never imbibe your own product so i believe that may be a good thing for you to go in that business <laughs> he says uh we um we i i think at this point uh with no uh information having eyes on the planet uh i believe that uh two profit factor would be uh minimally acceptable uh i believe that also if uh said production facilities would still be in place that i would also request that an investment would be made uh to take over some of said production facilities like essentially what he wants is is that like if this place produces liquor 
he wants in. Okay. So he wants to get paid to do the job, and then he wants an investment of, and I guess that could just be an additional profit factor with yeah. the flavor yeah. of, you know. Yeah. Uh, she she thinks that if you are able to secure the planet and bring them back into the fold of the Imperium, I believe we would it would be agreeable for you to have ownership of some of the product exported from the planet. If that, of course, is agreeable to you. Indeed it is. The planet shall be reclaimed for the glory of the Emperor. For the glory of the Emperor. Gentlemen, are you uh, accepting of such an agreement? Sounds good to me, sir. And then I kind of look at the functionary and kind of give a bit of a shitty grin across the desk. <laughs> she doesn't react, but doesn't react in a way of like, fuck you. <laughs> like, how dare you know more than me? I'm a fucking functionary. That's is what I do. And this fucking space guy somehow knows about this fucking planet that I didn't know about. But based on your history, it makes a hell of a lot of sense for you to know about a lot of places. So it, makes more sense than most people would recognize. Okay. So I'll give her a wink and then just turn back to the captain. Yep. I'm I'm happy with this arrangement. Uh, more power to the God Emperor is always a good thing. If we are able to get this planet back in his folds, then we can feed all of the souls that the God Emperor needs to survive. So I am also okay with this scenario. Then he slowly turns to uh, Kynok. Kynok just uh, quickly lifts his head up uh, just enough so that you can see his eyes, and he does a quick nod before kind of lowering his head below his hood again. It seems we have an accord. We will uh, have the appropriate paperwork filled out, and uh, we look forward to doing the God Emperor's will. We will anticipate a report from you on the production from the planet as well as additional resources available for the future. Indeed. You shall have it as soon as it is available. Excellent. Please. Proceed. Right. He, uh, he bows to her and uh, I, I, I'm assuming he needs to sign all the paperwork, have all the appropriate seals and all that shit done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all the paper, like, it's fucking in quadruplicate, crazy bullshit, data slates everywhere, but <laughs> yes, you, you, you sign off on being, uh, yeah, ownership of, if any potential industrial production is, of course, a bigger deal than just saying, like, go do stuff, um, or like, go fucking torch everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll come in and do what we need to do. So, yes. Um, everything is taken care of, uh, and you are ready to set off. Uh, the question is, are we... We didn't do a ton, so I didn't know if you wanted to head to the planet, or are we going to call it... Well, it's, what, 12-12 for you guys? I think we're... For me? We could, yeah, cut it for here. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, for Kevin it's like four of the morning. <laughs> yeah, five. I don't know how you're not asleep all the time. 
<laughs> Once a month, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we 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 can cut it here. I mean, he so as he went to like go spend hours filling out paperwork, he would just say, you know, uh, have the ship prepared, you know, um, load up any, you know, check the stores, load up any, you know, supplies that we may need for a journey. Um, you know, have Kynock, uh check, you know, do the calculations, see how long we should be in warp and like all that kind of stuff so we can make the appropriate preparations to leave. Well, usually in the past, we'd have Kanga rouse all the crew out of all the bars and everything. <laughs> so maybe I'll look at Jarnan and say, so I'm assuming Jarnan will have to get everybody back on board. You in the mood for making some people angry and stopping their fun? Yes. <laughs> Let's go find where all the bars and sinks are and get everybody back on board. So Jarnan and I will go start stopping everybody's fun and rounding everyone up. So with as many people as we have on a ship, I would assume that there has to be some sort of curfew or, or some kind of schedule. Yeah. Like I'm sure there's a like check-in at this, like every X days or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's probably always guys that are fucking straggling. So you probably (laughs) round up those guys. They get left. You know, you could just be like, fuck those guys. Or you could shoot them. Who cares at this point? Like, you know, right? Like, like I was, people were like, oh, you know, Dark Heresy or whatever. Someone had like a light cruiser. And I was like, that's 65,000 crew members. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, yeah, like fucking 10 dudes doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, those dudes are gone. Like, who fucking cares? So, you know. You guys, we can go play good cop, bad cop. Yeah, your frigate has like fifteen thousand people or whatever. So like at some point, like people probably get you know lost or straggle on board or whatever. But you know, yeah, you're good. He, he tries to have them collect as many as possible because it's the principle, of the thing. Like you might shoot one guy, yeah, and then you get the rest of them to like move their ass. You know. Yeah, I mean, you're like people typically, you know. We're on a rogue trader ship. That's better than most most lives. So, if nothing else, they're basically essentially pirates, and yeah. pirates lived a pretty good life when they got paid out and got to go fuck around on leave. So, you know, they probably don't want to miss their next pot of treasure. So, I think most of them are probably used to the routine now, so they don't. You know, there, there's always those couple of guys, and it's like usually the new guys. So, like as yeah. we replace, do you know, guys get killed, or we have to like replace murder servitors with dudes that were fucking late. You know, like the work <laughs> gets around. You know, like yeah. like you're gonna get paid. Don't fuck around. Like, you know, this guy did full like, uh, you know, funerary rites for some friggin' mercs that they hired on some yeah. back ass water planet. Like, he's. I would like to think has somewhat of a reputation of someone that's like going to go to bat for the guys if they need it. Like, you know, he spent, he spent an afternoon or whatever with, with aura. It's like the word of that kind of stuff gets around, which is why he does it. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you have, you definitely based on like 
what you've done have more of a reputation of you're not like the slave master just do what i do and i'm gonna beat the shit out of you if you don't like people generally respect your rule your your captaincy um more than just like oh it's an effete noble or whatever like you you do actually go out of your way to like do that sort of thing so yeah like people do for the most part you know, want to work on the heretics band like they want to be a part of the crew because it's not like most it's not like all rogue trader ships i mean every rogue trader ship's different but hmm. you do have a good reputation and you do seem to be like you don't totally you're not totally evil and or heretical and not super pious either so you're kind of like an actual pri you're like a privateer more than a pirate it's like I do stuff that's sanctioned and then I don't do a ton of, I don't totally fly in the face of everything. Um, so far, maybe, maybe later <laughs> you will, who knows? But yeah, yeah, I would say overall your crew respects you um, more than a lot of, you know, crews per se, it's, or, you know, the military crews are all just basically Nazis. They're just, trained to think it's okay to murder all people all the time so yeah all right cool i uh, you know I, <clears throat> I feel like you know i have the minus like 10 or minus 20 on you know interaction with arbites and, and it doesn't really come up but like when we're at places like i figure like when we're at the bar they walk in to see if they need to roust anybody and they see me and they just like mm. You know, it's one of those kinds of things. Like we're walking yeah. through town to like go somewhere and they like follow us for a little while or like maybe they stop members of the crew because they know it's going to come back to me. Not that they're really, you know, they're going to arrest anybody necessarily, but they're like, oh, you're on that ship. Huh? Well, you better yeah. watch your ass kind of thing. Yeah. Like I feel like that stuff happens all the time when we're some like either in, in Port Wander or football, maybe not so much in uh, not as much footfall like footfall yeah. is still a rogue trader zone it's like corona's expanse is very loosey-goosey i'm not even sure there'd be our arbiters at all on football that's true. That's true. once yeah. you head back to anywhere in clicks sector though you're like shit kind of gets the clamp down so yeah, footfall is your 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 safe zone for the most part. But then, yeah, once you get back to Port Wonder, the Arbutus is going to be significant presence, right? Like they're yeah. there. So yeah, you, yeah. You once you head back into into main Imperial territory, then it's like they probably shouldn't just constantly fly in the face of everything. You, you can't, you have to kind of think about what you do. Not that you have, you not that you do a bunch of this goal. Well, you know, I mean the, 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 uh, the mechanicus have those things. So it's, you know, I mean, whatever. Yeah. The servo skull is more of an issue with the mechanicus than anything. That's like the mechanicus is kind of at odds to some, depending on who the sect, because they're right. They have different sects. So some sects, believe that the god emperor and the omnissiah who the mechanicus worship are the same thing being entity whatever some of them believe the omnissiah is not the god emperor and that's kind of heresy 
No, I'm pretty sure it's heresy. <laughs> I mean, it is, but they're allowed, like, but they don't get destroyed immediately. Like, there's well, a weird... Yeah, because they need them, and they're kind of their own faction. So, like, there is some, like, you know, ecclesiarchy, adeptus mechanicus, like, headbutting of, like, the Omnissiah is or is not the God Emperor. Um, so there's a whole, like, there's that whole thing that goes on, and then, like, every faction seems to fight with another faction. But, yeah, there is some weird shit like that. But it'd be more of a, like, adeptus mechanicus if a faction was not tied in right to the main kind of adeptus mechanicus, they would maybe be like, how the fuck does this guy have a servo skull just running around? Like he's not an explorator. He's not, an, he's not even a mechanicus. He's just got this fucking skull. How the fuck did he get that? Like, that's not. Who did he kill? <laughs> yeah. Like, did he steal? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what the fuck's happening? So there are times that could maybe impact it, but it would be more of a, a sub sub faction of the mechanicus who is not necessarily because there are more heretical and less heretical mechanicus factions. So would town tracks be part of the Omnissiah and the God Emperor are the same? Yes. Like is he more like middle of the road kind of guy? Yeah, he's more yes. He's of he's they're the same and you know heretical technology he now he does as far as you've come to realize he doesn't he thinks the mechanicus is the better judge and uh is better to determine the usefulness and application of quote heretical technology whether it be Xenos or Archaeotech, et cetera, that the Ecclesiarchy may or may not want to lock away. Sometimes they want to lock it away. There are radical Ecclesiarchy members who want to use it, but the, he is a, the Mechanicus is the better judge of how to use this in the Imperium's favor, but he is very, you know, Imperium friendly for Mechanicus. Like, he is a toe the line the omnissiah and the god emperor are the same they both are deriving their power from you know the same origin and it's just a different name for the same entity that's guiding humanity even though he wants to make humanity better through mechanical modifications um, and, and technology uh, but I guess how hard is it are you fucking space marines, right? Are all cloned and technology and have fucking acid blood and they're like aliens and predators and <laughs> battle tech mechs and they're all that all together at once. So, you know, it's hard to argue that technology doesn't fucking work to make you awesome, but... But yes, he's more toe the line. He's not heret. He is not radical at all. Okay, it, it makes sense being on Port Wanderer. Hey, we're we're working towards the same goal, but we're using different means, kind of thing. Yeah, and he's like Port Wanderer is a great place to be, right? Because like you get crazy shit, but he wants to get the crazy shit before it gets in the hands of the wrong people, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So that's more of his, his thing is more like, ooh, there's all this crazy shit in Corona's Expanse, and I'm going to be the one to fucking pull all this crazy technology, and we're going to fucking study it and figure out how to use this to humanity's benefit slash, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I think, uh, you know, next session, I think before we leave then, he would put a call in the talent tracks because he was reminded that, you know, talent tracks wanted to have some kind of a conversation. So I think he would use the astropath to contact him, you know, okay. let, let them, let him know that they were in the middle of something. And then when they returned that he would, you know, attend to whatever things okay. he had for him. Okay. But yeah, we do it next time. All right. Awesome. Cool. All right. I, you know, it didn't seem like we did a lot, but I, it was a super fun session. I mean, you <laughs> oh, know, <hell> yeah. <laughs> all that inner party tension is fucking fantastic. <laughs> that was fun. I had fun. I mean, I wanted to do more plot stuff, but I was like, I want you guys to do what, like I was trying to get, pl- like, I wanted to have you guys be your characters more than just have to be like, Oh, let's get to plot point B. So, mm-hmm. Well, I, I thought tonight was cool because everybody had stuff. Like everybody had their own little things that they were doing and side conversations and stuff. So it was, like, it was more of a, a more complete game in that regard, yeah. like where everybody got to do things. So I enjoyed that because I, you know, because sometimes we don't get that. So and I and and not that it's the fault of anything, but you know, the nature of the way that the game plays. Yeah, like you said before, the fact that it's called Rogue Trader and you're the Rogue Trader. I know you always worry that you're getting. A bigger percentage of it but i think some of that stuff where you take the lead just makes sense for you to do that but i think we had a good good balance today of everybody jumping jump in yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think the next i think the mission you've chosen has a lot of depth there's a lot of stuff going on so i'm i'm ready for it it's not totally improv i mean it is improv because if you decide to do something crazy i'll whirl up it but i have an idea of what what the situation is and the situation has a lot of cool stuff that could happen. So it could go a lot of ways. So I'm excited to see how you guys approach it. <laughs> we're not a very inconspicuous crew anymore. We have uh, someone wearing a hollow suit, someone with a, I'm just waiting for it to be like, just wait till they turn like, that thing ah, on. Fuck it. I just, I just fucking flame everybody. <laughs> it's like, wait, that's, that doesn't help it. That's just, you're like, nope, I murder everyone. Everyone's on fire. Okay. It's over. Cleanse. I, th- I think we have to, like, assuming that there is some civilization, just kind of, like, give Jarn and, like, that, <laughs> you, like, over there, like, burn that over there. That's fine. But you got to leave yeah. this over here. Yeah. You need these people so I can make some more money. Yeah. <laughs> You can't just be like, you know what? Just burn people that don't matter as much. (laughs) But like these guys seem like they're really doing things. Please don't burn them. Yeah. I won't. I won't burn them all. (laughs) (laughs) Then they'll be dead. You gotta have someone to worship the God Emperor. Make some examples. No, I think I I I I really like what the the plan for the 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 planet is. So I think it'd be pretty fun. I won't burn them all to death (laughs) function with a few burn scars why are all these people melted this is weird (laughs) that 
That's an alien species. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's just what yeah, they no, all like. Uh oh, they're all Zenos. Burn them. <laughs> Burn them the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, I just Jaren is gonna go nuts if he ever sees anything Zenos related. Shit. Uh, <laughs> that's not great because at some point there's gonna be some kind of shit that definitely shows up that is gonna be yeah, like five minutes in the next session <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's some sort of shit in there but yeah it's gonna be uh, yeah if that's if that's the player that'll be very interesting to see what happens because i there there's definitely potentially zeno stuff happening at times so well, I assume with the closeness to the warp storm and its separation from the Empire because of said warp storm, that it's fucked up and it's not anything like what they thought it was. Yeah, That's my know. working assumption. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Dude, rank three a missionary, I get hatred Zenos. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally taking that. Of course. <laughs> it does give you a very good bonus. It's plus 10, right? To like yeah. attack he's and just, stuff. Yeah. He's just a hate, hateful, hateful person. It'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It'll be fun. Well, I, I get plus 10 to fellowship when dealing with Xenos because I'm a xenophile. So. Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> so, hey, do you seriously have a bonus to deal with everything that Jarnan hates? Pretty much. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I feel like you're trying to you're, you're really trying to like help, like you're trying to like be like really nice to him and like, oh yeah, I'm totally on your side, but then like you're real friendly with everything he hates. <laughs> yeah. Ah shit. Well, you know, we come from different worlds, different strokes, you know. Hey. Whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. Well, see, is everybody prepared to roll new characters? Or <laughs> Yeah, I have some stuff in mind. So. <laughs> well, you're the one I'm worried about least. <laughs> uh, although I guess if Journey gets a hold of you. But I, I think you're you're probably safe. Yeah, one good head. Yeah, no, he's pretty safe. Problem. Yeah, no, he he's he's gunning for me. Kynox gunning for me. I'm not gunning for you. I just don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I yeah. love that you're just like I don't like you. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. I don't I don't like him. Which is not uh, not necessarily untrue. I mean, he is kind of an asshole. Yeah, but you're a road trip. That's, that's like saying, like, oh, this billionaire is an asshole. It's like, well, all billionaires are probably kind of an asshole. Like, that's yeah. what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, you have to kind of be an asshole, right? I mean, I guess you don't have to be. <laughs> but the most successful ones are. Yeah. Well, here's hoping. We get yeah. a couple of profit factor every, uh, you know, every few sessions. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You haven't gambled anything big, so yet to lose any. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing all right. And if this thing works out, we'll have uh, you know some Hollerman branded whiskey, or maybe, yeah. or maybe Heretic's Bane whiskey. It'd be like a Ooh. fireball kind of thing. Yeah, there you go. I think that could work. A little cinnamon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sure that Jarnan too will love you appropriating his religion to sell alcohol. Eh. <laughs> you gotta stay a couple of steps ahead. I mean, if it's a fireball based alcohol. Yeah. See? Yeah. It's right here. It's worth it. <laughs> Every bottle comes with a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is good. I like it. I, of course, we're probably going to get fucked when we get to the planet, but... <laughs> Absolutely. It'll be all right. <laughs> you know, but Ari's holding out hope. It'll be fine. Uh, we're screwed. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. All there right. There's no hope in 40K. That's right. There is only death. Zool? There's only war. Oh, no. yeah, there's only a war, <laughs> but... That is technically true. That's right. That's right. Solid. That's the slogan. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm exhausted. I am super sleepy and I'm getting yelled at to apparently <laughs> stop playing games and being loud or whatever. But well, technically, we're not playing games anymore if you want to. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sure that'll totally help the situation. <laughs> definitely the, that's definitely the answer. <laughs> well, I'm not playing anymore. Playing. We're just talking. We're just dicking around. That helps. <laughs> it won't make it worse at all. No, nope. Yeah. nope. So, uh, all right. Well, next good. time we'll, we'll get a schedule going, and then we'll have an actual mission next time. Sorry, is it Sky Jamming? Is that the? the no, viewer? she wasn't in today. At least I didn't see her. Uh, based Patriot was in. Uh, he wanted me to kill the first NPC or she. I assume he. The 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 first. Um, the guy that I was dealing with for the servo skull. Yeah. <laughs> you can't kill the person giving you the servo skull. You're not going to get it then. Yeah, it doesn't usually work in your favor. <laughs> no, it doesn't help. Uh, all right, well, thanks anyway. for running. Thanks, guys, for playing. Thanks, for everybody, for checking it out. Uh, we we enjoy this one even when we're not rolling tons of dice. It's, it's always fun to just... Uh, Next time, more dice. Yeah, get, get in and just sort of fuck around and... I think we're I mean, we. I, I thought it was a good flavor episode. I, I, I regret nothing. Taste yeah, the flavor. Everybody yeah. taste the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and it tastes like cinnamon. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It tastes like Fireball. And next time, there's going to be some fun stuff. Trust me. Just hold, hang in there for this next episode, and we're going to get into some missions. And I have a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I can roll with it. Let's do this. All right. Cool. Take it easy, everybody. Catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Peace. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.